While in South Korea, the army there has been called in to help rescue efforts after deadly floods and landslides were triggered by torrential rain. At least 24 people have died and 10 others are missing. Crops and roads have been swept away and most trains have been suspended, whilst 13 cities have reported electricity blackouts. Now, South Korea is used to heavy rains in the monsoon season, but over the last few years, these have become more intense as a result of rising temperatures. For more on this, let's speak to our reporter, who is in Seoul, David Oh. And uh, David Oh is... Uh, David, lovely to have you. Um, how is the situation at the moment? Um, as you mentioned, the heavy rain is continuous throughout uh, this weekend in South Korea, and especially in central and southern part of Korea. And reports say there have been up to 100 millimeters per hour of torrential rains, and that's quite a significant number, especially given it's considered pure in certain part of the regions. And this morning, the report said about five houses collapsed due to a landslide in Yeoncheon, North Gyeongsang province, which is about 200 kilometers south from uh, Seoul. And I'm just checking the numbers, and as of five, and this is quite uh, growing quickly, and as of 5 p.m., according to uh, South Korea authorities, there have been more than 20 people died and nine still missing and caused by these heavy rains. And it looks like there will be, uh, uh, the weather forecast says there will be a lot of more rains coming in this weekend, also possibly next week. So it makes it difficult for the operations, the rescue operation to uh, finding still missing people. Um, David, often when we hear um, about flooding incidents like this uh, brought on by unprecedented rainfall, it's often exacerbated, number one, by the, the geography, the physical geography being where this rain is falling. And secondly, also materials, for example, that the homes are, are built from. Um, where this rain and this flooding is taking place, is any of that relevant, any of those factors relevant? Um, it's quite difficult to say at the moment to, whether it's uh, linked to, as you mentioned, a certain uh, factors. But this type, uh, to, uh, this week, the heavy rains continued for at least five days. This is quite unusual. And also the timing of rains became more quicker. And it used to be, I mean, in summertime, South Koreans expecting to have the monsoon season, especially during the monsoon season, uh, for heavy rains and torrential rains. But the time came a bit earlier than we expected. So it's quite difficult to say, but there are still uh, quite significant warnings coming in. And it should be set an alarm for South Korean authorities. David, in terms of, uh, we spoke to you earlier and you have said, you know, it's difficult to attribute this specifically to climate change. But in general, the South Korean government, what have they done to mitigate events like this? Or how are they themselves, what's their approach to climatic change incidents like flooding, like excessive heat? Um, last year, there has been a quite significant uh, a casualty caused by heavy rains and floods. So, for instance, South Seoul city government uh, have uh, set up a plan to uh, have, especially the houses where there's uh, underground uh, houses. Uh, I'm not sure about the exact figures, but there's quite a significant number of houses that still have underground houses, underground rooms, especially for young people who haven't got enough money to find out uh, houses. So they have set up a plan to help these youngsters to, to find uh, new settlements. 
uh, uh, luckily that this uh, type of rains and this week wasn't caused many damage in Seoul, but we are not sure whether there's coming to Seoul um, or other South uh, Gyeonggi province or other areas causing another casualties. It's not really difficult to say at the moment. Okay, David O, live from Seoul. Thank you very much indeed. Thank you.